Welcome to The Basement Dweller With your host, Jacob Santoro A.K.A. Your Favorite Manchild Alright, welcome everybody to episode 6 of The Basement Dweller Thank you so much for tuning in today I have with me a... Hmm, Long-time associate, I guess. I don't know. I've never really seen you outside of the store, but uh, uh, I've known him for about seven years now. Uh, I have Everybody, I have Joe Weber on. Thanks for coming on, bud. Thanks for having Did me. Did I say your name wrong? No, you said it right. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I don't think we're friends yet. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> acquaintances? I don't know. Yeah, acquaintances. It's all right. See, I already messed it up, and I didn't even have your mic on, So, but you're totally fine. So, hey, welcome. I think we're doing well. Yeah, we're doing fantastic, dude. Thanks for coming on today. Um, going to be super fun. I just wanted to, you know, kind of to talk about uh, the stuff that we kind of have in, you know, in common, um, first and foremost, uh, for actually a lot of people who have been listening that they've been telling me they, um, you know, like us, we play Magic the Gathering, big part of our lives, especially you. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of your uh, bread and butter, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I kind of wanted to delve into that, uh, but first kind of wanted to bring into... Uh, Young baby Joe, you know, before you were a uh, shop owner, and kind of talk about when you were, kind of, kind of how you found the game, so to speak. Do you um, remember? Do you magic. Re- yeah, magic. <laughs> so uh, I started playing when I was about fifteen. Okay. Uh, the Dark had just come out. Okay. And revised. Oh wow! So that's what nineteen ninety five. Yep. Okay. Um, I think I was a junior in high school. Oh my god! Can I be yeah, honest but... with you? I thought you were a lot younger than that. I'm forty two. Oh my god. <laughs> I would good, never, right? Yeah, you look fantastic, dude. I would have never, I would have never assumed. So, okay. Is that vegan diet? Are you vegan? Yes. Wow. Yeah. How long? Uh, a million years. I don't know. Right. Just since, <laughs> since like you were young? It's like 20s. Okay. Don't, don't, don't miss anything about. I mean, I miss the taste of meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's so interesting. Why'd you say that? I want to talk about that now too. Yeah, we can talk about it. We got a little time. <laughs> so, so you said the dark and revised. So that's about nine, 95, 94. Four. Yeah. I was um, revised uh, and the dark were about, or the dark was I think two dollars a pack and revised was two fifty a pack. Jeez, old man, God, that <laughs> is crazy. Um, what is that now a pack? <laughs> I mean, I think uh, MSRP is around four fifty now. Oh so I mean, it hasn't really gone up that much. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course, inflation. <laughs> right. You know, it's how it is. Okay. Fuck. I was, oh, a year and a half then. I was a year and a half. I'm, uh, I'm twenty six. I was uh, ninety four. I was born in ninety four. That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, dude. Fuck. How I feel like I'm going to be like, I remember when Ixalan came out and they're like, all right, Grandpa, it's time to go to bed. Like, you got to. <laughs> That's true. That's funny. So you so you, so you pick up then. So what made, like, did you have friends that played it? Um, <clears throat> I'm from upstate New York. Okay. Um, um, probably 45 minutes to the nearest LGS when I was a kid. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I played with my friends. Uh, I was usually beating them pretty handily okay so i wanted to compete more so i started playing in tournaments okay so um and i don't know about you um i grew up playing just like strategy games um i just love i love to think I-, I like to win in the most complicated way possible like i don't want it to just be like um you know like i had friends like i look <laughs> like I-, I used to go to like um they're like rec center daycares where it's like it's not really like a daycare because I was in middle school, but like it was like a summer program, yeah, kind of thing. So like every every day we'd literally go on like a field trip. But um, I was playing Yu Gi Oh back in the day. Um, I figured you were. A yeah, player. that's what, you look like it. I I definitely do look yeah. like an ex Yu Gi Oh, and you know you're not the first person to say that, but you know, 
No, fuck those guys. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're doing better now. <laughs> I'm doing much better now. Um, but I picked up the game because of just how intricate it looked. Um, yeah. You know, I started picking up uh, um, a lot of board games at that time that were just, you know, like I started playing D&D at that time. And I wanted something that would, like, let me think, you know. And my parents, well, mostly my mom, was very, um, I don't want to say, like, anti-fun. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, no, like... Uh, What's the word? Like you remember, like in the uh, like in the eighties and nineties, how it was just like you know D and D's the devil. Yeah, I know? mean, I lived through that. Yeah, so you get, yeah, <laughs> so you totally get it. Um, you know, and so whenever it had something to do with making my mom angry, I kind of wanted to do it more. Um, wow, you well, rebel. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so I remember specifically, um, I had a demonic tutor. Um, for people who don't know, it's just a, it's a magic card, and I had the uh, I had a revised demonic tutor, so it was like the OG. Yeah. Devil with the pentagram and my and I just remember my mom kind of giving me like a passerby like a oh, what yeah, is that you know that's... and uh, and then in the same day though I'm watching Dragon Ball Z um, on Toonami shout out to the go- to the Golden Years uh, and uh, did you ever watch Dragon Ball Z No I'm too old for that dude Oh come on dude I know people older than you that watch it I mean yeah so I'm 40 man <laughs> I, I, okay well you know besides the point there's a guy on there um, I don't remember his name but he I can l- barely use my cell phone <laughs> He looks just like like the literal devil. Like he's like a pink version of the devil. And that was when my mom was like, that's it. I've had it. <laughs> like, this is too coincidental. Like you yeah. can't, you know, and you so, were like spiraling at that point. Right. I'm <laughs> just going down the rabbit hole of Satanism and I'm like 12, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, so I just picked it up and I just, I just fell in love with it. I thought everything about it was just amazing. Like I found no downside other than people I played, you know, it's yeah. the stuff that, um, you know, like you said, I was doing a lot better than my friends, but because, when I get into something, I don't know about you, but when I get into something, like I have to just get into it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. I can't be a, a jack of all <laughs> traits. Like I have to just be that guy. Where it's like, if my group of friends and I are going to pick up something, I'm not going to stop until I'm notarized as the best one. And that was with magic. That was with music. Um, you know, when I was doing comedy in Los Angeles, um, I just tried my best to just be the best. You know, um, and so I just have, you know, we would go to. Um, we didn't, I mean, I wasn't even allowed to go to LGSs. I mean, I couldn't drive myself, you <laughs> yeah, know, obviously, you know, so it was just sidewalk, no sleeves, <clears throat> you know, so, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, so. So my first starter deck. Yeah. Um, we, we all bought one. Okay. And um, I wrote my name on my cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my so God. So my revised starter deck, I wrote my name on all my cards. Like on the back? On the front. Oh, so we'd shuffle them all together. Mm-hmm. So I knew which ones were mine at the end. It was mm. like, I was like ahead of the game, right? So you're like, I'll show you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sucks. I ain't stealing my cards. Have you ever, um, and this can, I actually was talking to my uncle about this, um, you know, with, with and, and this is something that we talked about in episode five, since COVID, um, collectible anything has just kind of skyrocketed because yep. no one no one has anything better than to do than spend their money. I know that pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, my uncle had a Spider-Man 300 that, you know, I don't know if you know a lot about comic books, but that's the first appearance of the black suit Spider-Man. Um, and he had two of them. And in 2016, he got rid of it for like 50, 60 bucks. <laughs> and it's just like in, in the same one, you know what I mean? And, and again, as you're familiar with, 700 800 900 so you know you said you used to write on all your car- cards like yeah. do you have a specific memory of like looking back at it like if i would have had this card and I, not script- I, I only wrote on my first starter deck okay so 60 cards okay so you I didn't did have anything heat heat worthy in that did you i did sell my first black lotus for 200 bucks wow did you pull it or did you buy it i bought it how much did you buy it for i think i paid about 100 wow so i mean you know 
the thinking about that, thinking about someone being like, yeah, I'll give you a black Lotus for a hundred dollars. Just makes my, gives me goosebumps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's like, I mean, I can't even fathom what just finding one is. I mean, obviously not even non-graded, just finding one, you know, yeah. what year was that? It was 97. Cause I was, um, I sold a lot of my cards to buy a car. <laughs> I've been there when I was in high school. <laughs> so I sold, you know, a few moxes, my Lotus. Oh my God. <laughs> You know, so I, was, I thought I got a decent deal. So for people who are unfamiliar, unaware, um, what he's talking about is there's a specific group of cards that are called the Power Nine, and the Power Nine just consists of these of these ridiculous, overpowered magic cards from back in the day. They were only printed in what Alpha Beta revised, so Alpha Beta Unlimited and Beta Unlimited. So what they stopped printing in '94. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I actually pulled a a piece uh, from the internet where uh, it was like, a, what was that old, one of those old magazines that would just talk about like the prices of those cards back the in the day? Inquest. Yeah. Or, yeah. So it um, said, it said like, yeah, Black Lotus was like priced at like $85. I was in a, one of those magazines. Were, time. were you? Yeah. yeah. So how, how old were you when you started getting kind of serious about this? Uh, 17. Wow. I, I won my first pro qualifier. Wow. Yeah. And you, have you always lived in upstate New York before coming here? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So, was it, you know, so as you've seen, obviously, I mean, I've never seen commercials for this game. Yeah. I, I remember seeing, like, watching, like, YouTube videos of, like, old, like, corny commercials, like, yep. from Magic, you know, but they stopped. They had them on MTV briefly. Yeah. And, uh. Like 99 or something. Yeah. And now I'm seeing them on YouTube. I'm seeing them on, I saw one, I think I saw one on Cartoon Network with yep. my little brother. Like, it's getting trendy. It's getting really trendy. So, like, you know, back in the day, so, I mean, this thing must have exploded, especially around between 93 and 95. I mean, it was it was very popular. I mean, nothing like today, but very really? popular. Yeah. So, so like, would you say like in yesteryear, so to speak, like it was definitely like a niche group of dudes that played. Yeah, I mean, uh, my friends and I, we didn't tell anyone, especially especially women. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, like in high school, like we, no one knew we played. You know, we had to play. <laughs> like a secret, uh, yeah. secret club. Like, if you wanted a girlfriend, you couldn't play. That's, you know, you know, it was, and that it was not against. Uh, isn't yeah. that isn't that not fair now? Because now you could like the nerd culture is just like the thing. You I know? mean, we had to blaze the way for that, right? Right. Yes, yeah. you you walked so we could crawl. Yep. Definitely. I mean, when I met Allie, um, first time she came over to my. I mean, it's just no secret at this point. I mean, even it's kind of like, you know I, I have it all in that one little corner now. I mean, it was way worse even a yeah. year ago, you yeah. know? And, I mean, I have my, my poster. Uh, I mean, that's probably one of the first things she saw. So I kind of was just like, hey, man, you know what? <laughs> I mean, I'm cool, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of my close friends that I played with um, actually had girlfriends that didn't know that they played. And Are they'd you be serious? like, yeah, I'm going. Uh, we'd be going to, like, <laughs> D.C. or, like, Toronto for the weekend. And he'd be like, yeah, I mean, I'm going for, like, a sports thing or you know <laughs> you'd just rather you'd totally rather t- lying about it <laughs> you'd rather tell your girlfriend that you're gonna go to the strip club with your yeah. boys instead of go play <laughs> fnm it, it was like against the rules they could never find out wow yeah that is anybody so was it just like you were just like you were just afraid of being judged kind of thing you know the girl wouldn't date you i mean it was just a different a different time Jeez, man that sucks man i've I've had, and now flash forward to, you know, 2015, I've had girlfriends beat me at this game. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like, wow. That, so so you start playing at 17. Um, would you say that when even when you started, um, like you knew that's what you wanted to do? No, um, I didn't. I just no. like to play. I, I was competitive at the time. I mean, I'm still pretty competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fun. Like, uh, you know, most of my friends were at home doing whatever. Yeah. Junior, senior in high school. And right. We were like telling our parents, "Yeah, we're gonna drive to 
you know, New York City or Boston this weekend, but a, um, you know, a car full of 17 year old kids. Yeah. And uh, that's what we were doing every weekend. We, we were traveling all to that's these awesome, dude. pro qualifiers and just having a great time that's, and playing the game. That sounds amazing to me. I, I want to do that right yeah, now. You know what I mean? I mean? Like, that sounds sweet. It's uh, I can't imagine people doing it today. Really? I mean, I, mean, I just can't imagine kids that young. Yeah, no, it's well, just a different culture. Wasn't there like a story about uh, like some like 10, 11 year old like piloting like a legacy like elves deck and making it to like yeah. top eight or something like that? Well, I don't mean necessarily winning. I, I mean like traveling. Right. Like, oh, you go to school, you get out Friday or you skip Friday, you know, right. get out early. And then you're going to Boston for the weekend to play magic. And then right. you're, you're home in bed Sunday night in time to wake up and go to school. That's a, that's a fucking wet dream for me. And I'm going to be 27 this year, dude. I wish I could do that. Yeah. I hate that I have to do my, my normal job sometimes, yeah. you know. I mean, um, life but, only goes downhill after that. <laughs> right? So, you know, so you're traveling, you're doing, you know, you said that you won your first pro qualifier when you were 17. Um, how long were you on that, like, consistently doing that circuit? Um, I played a couple of the junior pro tours. They don't have that anymore, but yeah. it was for anyone that was 18 or under. What's the, okay. So, okay. So junior just implying younger age. Yeah. yeah. Anyone up to 18 could play. Okay. And, uh, instead of cash, you would win scholarship money. Really? So I played a couple of those. Um, and then I, I went to the actual pro tour. That's what's up. And I played maybe for four or five straight years. Um, okay. I probably played maybe like 20. Wow. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, I qualified for a lot, but I just couldn't afford to go to them. Like, yeah. you know, you can't go to Spain or like Japan. Right. Yeah. I mean, what wherever. are you going to tell your parents? Or I mean, well, I mean, I did go like my first one I went oh. to was in Paris, but wow. yeah, I did. I did go to a lot of them, but a lot of the, I was living on my own, you know, mm-hmm. 20, 18, 19, 20. And uh, I couldn't afford 2,500 bucks to maybe just light it on fire. You know, if you right. don't, if you don't, do well you don't get paid yeah it's um, not <laughs> for sure i mean yeah. you, you you know you always kind of it kind of reminds me of you know and this is what we were talking about before we started recording kind of reminds me of like um like this whole cryptocurrency thing going on it's just like you just you gotta hope it does something you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. you know like if you're so passionate about it that's great that's one thing but i mean like i love the game i've never come close to qualifying for anything yeah. you know i mean it was a different time also. sure so when you're that age i mean what did your parents think about it um, they liked it. Um, cool. I think in general, magic's a good hobby for a kid. And um, yeah. it keeps you out of trouble, right? Yeah. I mean, instead of like drinking all night, you're traveling and, and yeah. doing something like with your brain. Right. Um, whether or not you're actually qualifying for the pro tour, you're building friendships mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just enjoying life. Absolutely. Right? It's like a lot of my best times were during those years, you know? Fant- yeah. Fantastic, dude. I mean, you kind of hit it right on the head. I used to, I, I still to this day make the joke, um, with my mom, she'll tell me about some, some friend of hers who has like just some shitty kid. Yeah. You know and I'm just like? Aren't you glad that like throughout high school, I just played this fucking yeah. nerd game instead of, yeah, my mom would say the same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, and, and that's one thing that, um, my little brother showed interest in it for a while, and I'm just like, dude, like, get on it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's just like, especially now, like you said, back in the day, you had to hide it. There's no there's no point in hiding it now. That, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, go do it. Right. So that's cool. So what made you... So did you just stop just because of the lack of funds? No, I actually... Um, I guess... So at the, the Pro Tours um, at night, um, after the tournament was over, uh, a lot of the older people would play poker. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I started playing um, at a couple of the, the tournaments, and then I would go home and, and read and study poker because it was really fun and exciting. Yeah. Gambling, right? I love it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I um, 
YouTube didn't exist back then or right. whatever. So right. I bought a few books and I got really good at poker. Cool. Um, you still play? With, within a couple of years, I actually quit Magic to play poker full time. Wow. And uh, I made a lot more money. Playing, oh, for sure. That <laughs> was the fir- that was going to be the first thing that uh, I asked. Is that how did how'd that go? Uh, it went really well. I played poker professionally for over ten years. Okay. Um, that's actually how I got to the store. Um, Obama had passed some bill, like basically banning online poker. Mm-hmm. So my livelihood was gone at that oh. point. And uh, wait, wait, wait. So this is you know I'm I'm in I'm in high school uh, when Obama. So he gets elected in 2008 and then 2012, right? So yeah. He goes so twice. 2011, mm-hmm. uh, they called it Black Monday. <laughs> he, I, I don't know exactly what the thing was, but he basically banned online poker. And uh, for what reason? So the the online online poker, all the sites are offshore. So basically, the reason why they did it is because they were getting nothing. Tax-wise. Oh, gotcha. And it's still illegal to this day. It's what? not illegal for someone here to play. It's illegal for a someone to host it. Okay. So you're okay if you're playing, but there's nowhere to play because the government, the U.S. government has shown that they're willing to seize anyone's money at any time. So (sighs) That sucks. So anyway, yeah, I lost a lot of money from that. (laughs) The government seized uh, the site's uh, domains and their bank accounts. Fuck, man. So, you know, I I was doing really well towards the end, making six figures a couple years, the last couple years I played, yeah. Oh, wow. So uh, so would you, I mean, I I assume if uh, one quick Google search can... Mind you, I mean at least pictures and stuff of you doing all this of stuff. Playing magic, yes. Oh, not, okay. not poker. Poker <laughs> poker's online. I mean oh, you're yeah, just behind a computer. Okay, so you only did online. You never did like actual table tables like uh, Vegas. No, I or... have. I've played in the World Series. Uh, wow. Yeah, I've played uh I've played a lot in real life, but not like online. Online you can play eight, ten, twenty tables at once. Yeah. So I mean you can play like kind of low limit and make a right. hundred grand a year, no problem. I like to think about some guy like uh you know how like every superhero has like a sidekick with all like these like monitors and shit like that to tell them where to go yeah. and what to do. Well that's that's, that's what it felt, that, was, you know? that was me. <laughs> yeah. So you're just kinda of swiveling yeah. around in a chair and doing that, shit. That was me, yeah. Wow. And I mean the, the, the brain capacity to even focus on that many things, I mean this is probably a dumb question, but like, would you feel like you definitely have like an ADHD personality? Like you just, no, no. Um, I'm, I think my strong point in these games is that I'm very stable. I don't tilt. I don't tilt off. I don't get angry. You, you come off as someone that has a really good poker face. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you're very soft spoken. Yeah. You don't, you don't really show a lot of emotion in a positive way. Whereas I mean, I, it can be positive and negative. <laughs> sure, I mean, sure. Some of my ex girlfriends, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I was gonna say, but uh, my dad was really obsessed with poker and the, and when I was growing up, and I used to only watch it because I was so infatuated by like the big like glass case of money they yeah. would always have. So like, I always yeah, just look I, at I've that. played in the World Series. So uh, <sighs> I mean, that's that's no joke. Wow. So I mean, are they are there pretty crazy payouts even when you're not like at like the, I don't. Are there like are there like tournament brackets? Um, in the World Series or in general? In, I, let's just say the World Series for the sake I of I mean, life. the World Series, you can play all the way down to like a, maybe a $1,500 buy-in. Okay. Which, you know, it just depends how many people play. Yeah, but I mean, at the highest level, I mean, you're... If you win a bracelet, even in the lowest entry, I mean, you're still getting probably, I don't know, half a million or a million bucks. What the hell, yeah. man? Where's that money even come from? I always <laughs> wanted that too, like... Um, it's all from entries. They, oh. They take some, you know, they rake a little bit, but... 
they rake much less than the magic tournaments. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you go to a Grand Prix, you're lucky if they pay out like 5% of the entry fees. Yeah, that was another thing I was going to say because obviously, you, you know, they cut like the big checks and stuff. Yeah. Like, honestly, the last Pro Tour I followed was um, Cons. Uh, no, it was Origins. And I remember because, and actually, this is one thing I wanted, one memory I actually do have with you. I actually have quite a bit. <laughs> and, then, and then we'll kind of go over them when we talk about the store. But, um, you helped me pilot um, an FNM. It was a uh, a red black or no a red blue um, mill deck from from Origins. It had like Jace. It had it's fine. I'm glad you remember. Yeah, I remember I no everything. It's fine. But the point is, is that you literally were just like miyaging me before FNM started. Like, no, you want to do this. You want to do that. <laughs> and like, obviously, you guys don't really do massive prize pools. Obviously, yeah, yeah. you're a local game store. But I, I you know, you, you you see the the big checks and stuff like that. But like, what is, I don't know. Like, what's a like, and you're a top eight. I mean, are you still making money if you get eighth place? In a Magic tournament? Like yeah. Like a, a pro tournament? Like a pro tour. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, basically, I always looked at it like if you make top 32, depending on where it's located, you're either making a little bit or you're breaking even. Okay. It depends. I mean, when we were younger, we didn't mind having eight or ten people in one hotel. Yeah. Room. So, I mean, yeah, no, you for just sure. pay for your flight. I mean, I used to have uh, a sponsor, so, like, sometimes right. they would pay for my flight or whatever. Right. And, now but, you couldn't um, pay me. As I got older, like uh, I, you know, when I was in a band, we were, you know, we recorded like a like a like a little album, um, but for two days, we're kids in like high school. I'm I'm in high school, and so I have I don't not even working, so we had nowhere to stay. But the yeah. guy let us stay in the studio, <laughs> so it's five dudes. Like literally, like one night, like we literally drew like straws to see who got the couch. Yeah. The other nights, like we're sleeping on the floor. Yeah. So, but today, no, you couldn't pay me. Like. Well, I'm also an adult with a car, so it's like I'll drive home or, yeah. you know what I mean, or I have a credit card, so yeah, I'll get a hotel. a bit of money. Yeah, yeah you know. But um, so you went to Paris when you were how old? 17. 17. I went with uh, my friend Chetty, who actually owns TCGplayer.com now. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Close friend of mine, yeah. That's a big deal. <laughs> that's a pretty, that's kind of a, maybe you heard of him, you yeah. know. Um, for people who don't know, TCG Player is just an online, like one, I would say the biggest online store for, you know, just I mean, is it is it just a, it's it's Magic, Pokemon, and Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, every card, every card game. I guess, so even like the obscure ones, like, like yeah. And, yeah, okay. What Dragon Ball? That is all those insane, guys. man. So yeah. You, so you go, so you go when you're 17. I mean, did you did you at least proactively save money for that, or like you said, you had sponsors um, that at least to probably took care of your flight and accommodations. I think for that tournament specifically, I think my parents gave me the money. That's awesome. It was like a Christmas gift. Those something. are some good parents, man. And then I think I ended up winning a few thousand, maybe like four grand. So like it kind of like um, made me want to play more because yeah. that was like my first tournament, and then I won a bunch of money. So <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! That, that was, was like a, you know like a junior in high school or whatever. Right. So, so you just thought you were hot yeah, shit. I mean, yeah. that's awesome, dude. That is so cool. So was Paris the only one you went to internationally? No, I've been to tons of them. Uh, London, Brussels. Uh, I went to Tokyo. Dude, I mean, you're going to have to... You, it was when I was a little older that I didn't sure. want to go anymore because I, was, I wasn't I was living with my parents, right? Right, <laughs> so right, right. It's like a rent's due so I can, I can fly to Barcelona or I can pay rent. Right. And it's like, well, if I go to Barcelona, I might win money. I might not. You might not. But yeah, so rent's due either way, right? Yeah, of course. So so would you... So, so then it sounds like money eventually just became the reason why you... No. Um, well, yes and no. Um, I was still able to qualify usually um, for... For the pro tour but once um once i started playing poker seriously and i was making you know way more money mm -hmm. than i could ever make at magic i mean at magic i was like you know 
I'd be make, making nothing, right. basically. Right. Hopefully making enough to pay for the trip. Right. I mean, yeah, maybe I've made, you know, 20 or 30 grand or whatever playing, mm-hmm. but that's nothing. Right. Over the course of however many years. <laughs> right. So, and I mean, it's kind of one of those things, too. I mean, unless you are, you are you know, a Duke Reed or, or yeah. a Reed Duke or whatever, you yeah. know, or LSV, like, you're not really... Being the 200th best player in the world is literally nothing. Yeah, it's literally nothing in comparison. Yeah. So. And I will say, though, um, poker is significantly easier, in my opinion, than Magic. So you're getting which, me, which is crazy because it's so much easier to make money at poker. You're getting everyone more sucks. and more excited for it, dude. I everyone sucks. At, that's, the, that's the secret about all these games is that everyone sucks. So like, if you're decent and you can keep, like, you can keep like, a calm head, yeah. everyone sucks. Even I, I suck, too. But like, I just suck a little less. So it's like it's, I mean it is a game of wits. It's a game of outsmarting your opponent. I mean, yeah. and it, obviously that's then then by that by that definition, I mean you're really good at doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. in poker, I mean you just got to be you know stable. <laughs> would, would you say you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them? Like uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess <laughs> it's just uh, you, you have the basic strategy. You never really go with your gut. You just follow your strategy. <laughs> that's and literally then, all I do. It's like <laughs> fuck it, let's go. Yeah, like, and, and you got to keep your emotions in check big yeah. time with poker specifically. With Magic, it's important, but not like a lot of the best players tilt in Magic, but mm-hmm. it's not as relevant because it's like okay, well they tilt and they're six and zero oh and they lose and then whatever they don't really feel it they they lose and they're out of the tournament because yeah. they tilt off their next two rounds but it's not like in poker where you'd like tilt off your stack yeah it's like okay <laughs> i'm this i am such a sore loser and i think that's another reason why i've stopped from really because there was a point in my life where i was making for the age i was i was making pretty good money so i could you know um pay for you know like when modern came a th- became a thing i was in high school right 20 2010 2011 I have no idea. Oh, fine. <laughs> well, when that when that became a thing, um, you know, I met you what in twenty uh, twenty. So I was nineteen because I was living on my own with a girlfriend because we went into the store for the first time. So just moved to, um, oh, it's Avondale, right? That's where the store yeah, is. Yeah. Yep. So I so I actually grew up in Avondale. Um, I lived wow. Um, right by um, it used to be called Underdown Junior High. Um, and like Quentin elementary school. I don't remember the, like the cross streets. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was on Avondale Boulevard. I have no idea. That's fine. But I, <laughs> I, I lived there from the age, from like fifth grade to eighth grade. Okay. Um, I don't, I mean, uh, you guys weren't really a th- around back then. That was like 2006. We opened in 2014. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but when I moved back to Avondale, um, I was super into, like I was, I was at that phase, and and you as a store owner have definitely seen this. Where you have younger kids who just make a little bit of money, and they get really into this game. They yeah. just start wasting money on, oh, yeah. you know. Um, I remember I took out eight hundred extra dollars of my college loan <laughs> so I could literally buy boxes of cons from me. No, oh, so shit. so I actually bought them from. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> this was before I knew you existed. This was on um fifty first and Tiber. This is when uh um, okay yeah yeah you remember you know what I'm talking about yeah. that story yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I don't really care for them that much anymore, but you know, uh, no, I, I bought, I think a, it's a good store. It's all right. <laughs> I just, dude, that's, if you want cards though, you got to come to my yeah, store. You got, and that's what I was going to get to. <laughs> so I was, I just moved. Um, I was the first thing as soon as I unpacked my last box was that I was like, I need to find an LGS. Um, one of my, one of my phone and I found you guys, I think you guys were just about to close, but it was you and Andrew, um, it was just you guys. I think it was literally just you guys and me and my girlfriend in the store. And I was just awestruck at how <laughs> fucking big this store was. Um, asked you all the questions you guys hear a million times a day. Do you, do you guys have this? 
you, <laughs> how much is this? How much is how much is this? You know, and I was blown away. And I the literal next day I came back and I bought um um it was like an anthology set. Yeah. And then ever since then I was like, all my money, it's going <laughs> it's going to you guys. Like it, it really, it really was. And I was so obsessed from there, dude. And um I just remember all the stuff that I've bought and, and like you know, like we were talking about when you were a kid, you know, you sold a black lotus for two hundred dollars. Now I've done nothing of the sort, but um actually yeah, I did. I bought a Sliver Queen and I bought a cradle, guy's cradle from you guys. Way before I bought yeah. I bought a guy's cradle you was fifty bucks. Cheap. <laughs> yeah, and I sold it for two hundred dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, fuck. Well, <laughs> I mean, know? I bought Dogecoin at um a quarter of a penny. So how did you figure that out? So I'm glad you said that because everyone I've talked to has said that I bought enough between four to six cents in February when it shot up. So how did you know about it? Um, I mean, I dabble in investing. Okay. Um, I've been I've been aware of Bitcoin since it was a dollar. Never bought it. Never believed in it. Oof. Ouch. <laughs> a whole nother story. Yeah. But the thing is, like, <clears throat> I can sleep at night because with the do- like the Dogecoin proves if I make money on this stuff, I just get out. Right. So like if I had bought Bitcoin, I mean, I, like I said, I was well aware of it. People were telling me to buy it at a dollar. If I bought, you know, a couple hundred dollars worth, I would have sold them at 10 or 50 or 100. Right. I would never have had it now. So you're not so a long, you're not a long-term investor. At I least am, I am with something I believe in, but yeah, okay. not, I don't, I don't necessarily believe in crypto. I, I don't, I like the blockchain. I mm-hmm. just feel like uh, Bitcoin is a bit like thinking that your uh, Atari is going to be the thing that you use, you know, yeah. 10 years from now when right. people are playing with like a PS10 or whatever. Yeah. For it's the like, record, are you kidding me? that's a really good example because I 100% agree for the record. I don't own actual Dogecoin. I own Dogecoin stock. Yeah. You know, I don't, they're not on like a, a hard drive, you know, in, on my computer. Um, I'm the same way. I don't believe that I'm going to go to the grocery store in 2050 and be like, oh, that'll be... 1.6 Dogecoins, please. Like, yeah, no. I mean, I, I think Dogecoin's a, a joke, literally. 100%. And I had to tell my girlfriend that because, you know, it popped at 75 cents. Um, and then for the, and I'm sure as you, I don't know if you saw, well, but I mean, the whole internet was talking about it. It almost dropped back down to like 36 cents within a week. Yeah. Um, I've been following it. Um, like I said, I, I bought it at a quarter of a penny. Geez. But I probably, I sold it and I made like 100 bucks. So, I mean, I sold it. It didn't even hit a penny. Right. So, I mean, it doesn't right. matter to me. It's... So you're really good at not thinking of shoulda, coulda, woulda. And I think that's a good thing to have. I mean, I think you think about it a little bit, but you can't, like, let it own you. I mean, it is what it is. But, like, I don't, like, I I like to hit singles. I don't aim for grand slams, I guess. It's like, that can be good or bad. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, it sounds like you're also not in a position where, like, you need a grand slam. No, yeah, that's true. Right, you know. I I mean, I'm and and we're not either, but, like, I I had a friend who... um, Told me like, oh, my buddies and I were drinking one night and we were talking about Dogecoin and he's like, dude, you should totally put a thousand dollars in and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, shit, had I have done that when I went to six cents, I would have made like twenty grand. Yeah. And it just, it, he's like, it, it literally eats him up inside. And I'm just like, you, there's no way you could know that. Yeah, dude. That's, it's, that's, it's, that's, you didn't know that Elon was Elon Musk going to wake up one day and be like, hey, you guys, you know what rocks Dogecoin? Like, I mean, well, just to give you an example, uh, yeah. my friends were telling me, uh, you know, hey, maybe you should mine Bitcoin with all your computers you had. Cause like at a time when I was playing online poker, I actually had six computers in my house that Jesus. had, uh, you, you remember magic online? Yeah. I used to have bots on there. What? Yeah. So I owned a whole bot network. Um, and <laughs> I was making, uh, I don't know, maybe like 500, 700 bucks a month off of it. Okay. So they're like, Hey, you know, you should mine Bitcoin. And I'm like, well, I don't want to, I'm already, 
I'm already set for life or whatever. I'm making right. 500 bucks a month. Right, right. <laughs> Shut up, nerds. I don't need that. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, had I mined Bitcoin, I mean, who knows, right? Right. But I, you know, I thought I was smarter and whatever, and I, I stuck with what what I was comfortable with. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I lost, I left a lot of money on the table. But, right. I mean, you know, you can't look back and be like, oh, yeah, I could have. It just whatever. makes you a shitty person. I mean, yeah. you just kind of I mean, lament the world. It's no way to live. No. But. I agree. Um, I pulled out uh, some, I, I didn't put a lot in. I only put in like 200 bucks of Doge when it was at six cents but when it went to 75 cents i was almost at two grand so i pulled out a little bit you know yeah. now it's, and i still have some like on the off chance i think if it goes to a dollar i'm just gonna yeah cut my money and run i mean i'm always wrong with this stuff <laughs> but i i don't see it going any higher than it is but who knows elon musk could like say hey i'm whatever with with doge or boat or bitcoin or whatever and then it goes to the moon i don't know i heard about uh i didn't know uh, ali uh, told me um apparently they will no longer accept Bitcoin yeah. because it's like detrimental to the environment. Yeah, all of us out of nowhere, like we didn't know this before, right? But but is that is that true? Yeah. That why? That's what he said. I, I don't oh, know. oh. I mean, you can ask Elon Musk. I mean, I, per, I mean, he de- <laughs> he definitely swindled because that's crazy. Because I remember yeah. it was at what it was at like seventeen thousand, and then he bought one point five billion of it. Yep. Spikes, and then he says, "No, we're not doing it anymore." And he sells it. Yeah. And he sells it. God, it's it's kind of interesting. <laughs> it's almost like insider trading or something. Yeah. I don't know. When you're so powerful that you can move markets with just a tweet. Yeah. I mean. You know, Donald Trump was like that too. Right, I guess. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Like, what if you're friends with that guy and he's like, hey, I'm going to tweet about Bitcoin later if you want to get in on Dude, this. Seriously, <laughs> that is so crazy. I mean, and, and uh, me being an outsider, I'm like, I would love <laughs> for someone to, you know, it kind of reminds me of like going back, kind of like back to the future style of being like, hey, whatever you do, <laughs> invest in Apple. You yeah. know, like, you know, it's like, total. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so you, so you still, so you have a bunch of holdings and just miscellaneous things that you were just like, whatever, if it makes money, it makes money. If it doesn't, it doesn't. More stocks. Like, okay. You know, I, I'm an, I'm an old man. So I have like <laughs> IRAs and yeah. investments. Uh, I do invest on my own. Uh, I'm novice. I'm still learning about options and all this stuff. But, but you find it interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's like a hobby. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I, like, I make a little bit of money. I probably would make more if I just put it into like a, a fund and just let it sit there. Would you say like for someone who I would say even younger than me. So I actually just invested in like a Roth IRA. Yeah. So I put in a hundred bucks a week into, so 50 goes into like a now and then 50 goes into like a later kind uh-huh. of thing. Um, I mean, it's probably no secret that that's something that someone younger than me should get into as soon as they can afford even like 40 bucks a week. I recommend anyone that makes money to put money in a Roth IRA. Right. And not just in like a savings but, account. you know, I'm not an investment right. advisor. Right. So yeah, of course. You'll always lose money if you listen to me, whatever. <laughs> I was just, you know, I was just curious about that because, I mean, it sounds like you're pretty knowledgeable. And, like, um, you know, I see all like the commercials and stuff that these, yeah. it's like, oh, when you're 60, it's going to be this much money. So it's just like. Yeah, just, like they can see into the future, right? But Right. Um, I don't know. Um, I That's what I personally do. I, I put money in my IRAs um, when I can. You know, luckily I'm making enough money where I'm able to do that. I mean, not everyone can do that, but that's what you should do if you make enough money to do it. Do you hold any, um, kind of going back to like magic, do you, do you, uh, hold any like reserve list for your, like your own personal collection? I don't own any cards. Uh, the store owns all the cards. Really? Yeah. So, so you I don't guess have it. I, half the store is mine. Right. So yeah, I have a very large supply okay. of reserve list cards. But, but, but there's nothing that like, is that, you know, <laughs> is that your house? That's just kind of like a, like a, like a secret stash. Of just no, no. Just not interested? Um, are we talking about the store now? Yeah, we can. Okay, so when when Andrew and I opened the store, we both 
put in uh, our collections and a bunch of money. So like that's how we were able to just hit the ground running. We just had, you know, our collections and our inventory is just so much bigger than the other stores. But um, I had a large collection because, you know, I had a lot of money playing poker. Um, whenever someone was selling a collection or I saw something on eBay, I would just buy it and throw it in a closet. That is such a cool thing so to I hear. Had, yeah. like, <laughs> I'll never be able to do that. As I well, had bought in like <coughs> so many insane deals over the years, but I didn't even remember that I bought them. I would just buy them and throw them in the closet. It's like, okay. <laughs> what a cool thing to hear. Yeah. <laughs> so when the time came, it's like, okay, well, poker's gone. So I'm going to start this business. So you start, okay, so so poker. Now, do you have this idea? Um, well, no, because you said you opened in 2014. Yeah. So, you know, after the banning of online poker, are you kind of in like a hiatus? Like, like what are you like what are You, you doing? know, I, I got my cards out and I was like, all right, well, I could start buying and selling uh, on eBay or something, right? So right. I, I, I got on Craigslist. That's where I met Andrew, actually. I started okay. buying cards from him. And uh, I started <clears throat> buying and selling on eBay and through Craigslist. Uh, and before I knew it, I, I needed help. I was making, you know, a lot, I was making decent money, but right. it was a ton of work, like just selling online really? and having thousands of auctions and blah, blah, blah. And like, so this is a 24 hour a day job. It sounds yeah, like it was, a, it was, a, it was a lot less money and a lot more work than poker. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, but, but did you found, I mean, it must've been exciting. I mean, you must I don't have, have a, a college degree or anything. So it was like, I got to figure something out. So it made sense. Uh, Andrew and I decided to open the shop. Um, so were you guys, so did you guys at least have like a solid like friendship before, or was it just like, Hey man, you're super cool. Like uh, I was like, neither. It was like, Hey man, we both have a lot of cards and we both have a decent amount of money. You know, it seems like there's a market here for a shop so why don't we try it so um one thing i actually have always wanted to ask personally is how did you guys get such a big space that you did because nothing i've never seen a store as um, big as yours we wanted to come in strong i mean that's the only way to to make this work like you need to be the big fish so we needed to come in and muscle our way into being you know the main store or one of the right. main stores and that's what we wanted and that's what we did. Right. I mean, so, so, I mean, you're very goal, goal oriented. Um, what do you know what that space was before you guys bought it? Um, it was a clothing store at one point. Uh, <laughs> it was something else I forgot, but there was, there was these needles all over the floor that we kept finding when like we, hypodermic needles, like, or? uh, like clothespins. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, like, like a squatter's house, like the, the, the long one with like, yeah. you know, colored, Top, I don't know. Mm. I think they're used like, like, for like, like knitting push, or something. Yeah, like push pins. Yeah, push pins. They yeah. were all, they were in the carpet and stuff. Oh like, shit! Ouch. Yeah. Fuck. So it was something to do with that. Okay. So I mean, I totally get it. I mean, if I, I feel like you know, in the same mm. situation, I mean, if I, you know, it's funny as a uh, one time me and Nick were just um, having a drink. You know, we were just like shooting the shit, and we were just like, "What if we won the lottery?" Okay, and we wanted to start a business. Two questions, Nick. I was like, one, do you think they would ever sell us the store? <laughs> or two, would they ever let us open a uh, player draw two somewhere in like Mesa or something? Like we literally talked about this for so long, man. Like One, yes. We would definitely sell the store. Right. Two, I don't know. It depends on how much uh, you're going to give us for uh, royalties. Right. Or... It, do we, we <laughs> Franchise had, like, fees. Dude, at one point, I swear to God, we almost had like a business statement to like propose. <laughs> like it, it, You wouldn't be the first. We've actually oh, had a couple sure. people bring it up to us. Do you ever... Um, so uh, not not maybe like a a a, a, um, a second store, but I, you have to get uh, um, plans for like buyouts from time to time. Um, we've bought a couple small stores out, um, mm -hmm. but it's not really something that we discuss um, with other stores. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, well, because you know, and and you know, it, it won't go any further than this. But I mean, there's a there's a chain of them in in Arizona. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of the same thing that I as a consumer, I was told that they were doing the same thing. So I was always curious, like if they ever reached out to you guys, was just like, hey, do you guys want to get rid of your stuff? I mean, I think if the numbers were right, I mean, we'd at least look at it. But I mean, it's um, you know, we're in it to make money. Yeah, and anything's and, for sale for yeah, the right price. Of course, absolutely, man. Um, and I think in such a, um, I don't want to say ludicrous. That's kind of the the wrong word. But I mean, these these shops kind of remind me of like bars. Where yeah. it's like they either work or they don't work. Yes. Um. And obviously you can attest to that. Uh, and I've always just thought like, <laughs> I, I've met people at, at shops all over the, all, you know, I've been, you know, I lived in California and them too. It's like, oh, I, I love, I love this game. I love this, you yeah. know, the, and in my head, I've always been like, no, dude, <laughs> like, I like making money. Like I love the game, but I mean, it had, if yeah, I was failing, I, I mean, I'm on your side. It's, um, see the thing about owning a store is, you'll notice that the most successful ones, you never see the owners playing or... Right. I mean, I, I still play a lot of Magic. Sure. I don't remember the last time I played at my store. Right. I play on, on Arena. Right. I play um, just limited. But. Right. So you, so, wait, so you don't even do like MTGO or anything like that? You just... No, I just play on Arena. I sold my um, my all my bots and all the cards and all that stuff. I took a huge loss on that. Really? Because when they opened Arena, it like killed the market. Yeah, it sucks. But that, that sounds can't always be winners. <laughs> yeah, you really can't. I mean, especially with everything that that Wizards and Hasbro is doing, it's kind of they're kind of becoming more and more self sufficient and kind of stopping to rely on you guys. And I'm sure that's something that's really hitting you guys hard. You know, I felt uh, I, I've only bought two like secret layers in my entire life. Um, for people who don't know, secret layers are they're just a, a, a set of cards that come straight from Wizards of the Coast. Uh, they are not for sale um, directly from a store, but you guys, I, I don't know if you guys, I've seen them be sold, but it seems like usually people trade them. We're in. not allowed to buy them. I mean, we can buy them like you. Yeah. We have to pay tax and full price. Like we don't get like a discount or right. It's, it's a purely uh, direct to customers uh, product. Even that I just felt filthy buying. I was just like, I hate yeah. it. I mean, know. my biggest gripe is the curled cards, you know, but um, you know, that's something hopefully they're working on. Right. I've got a whole bunch of them up there. Yeah. yeah it unusable. Sucks. Yeah. It's fucking horrible, dude. People, open them and trade them into me and they're bent. It's like that. That's not cool. Right. Dude. I have so many questions about this store. Um, you mind if we take a super quick break before we get back into it? Yeah, sure. All right. Hold on one second. And now more of the basement dweller. All right. We're back. Sorry about that. Um, so <laughs> one thing that I've asked a lot of store owners, um, and, and I'm sure you get tired of this too. I can't imagine. I would like to hope that I've, I've never been this guy, but I would. I can't imagine the amount of moronic <laughs> situations you've been in as a yeah. store owner. Um, whether that be, you know, I've heard crazy stories about people who aren't satisfied with their orders being shipped to them. The amount of trade credit you give them. Um, you know, you tell them that this is fake and they fly off the handle. I mean, that yeah. has to be something that happens almost on a weekly basis. Yeah, I mean, pretty much uh, any, all of those things, any and all of those things have happened. Uh, like uh just most recently um we've gotten a couple like negative reviews on like social media during covid and it's like they wouldn't let us walk around the store they made <laughs> us wear a mask it's like well i mean yeah we literally it's the law like right. what do you want us to do like right uh things like that that is such just, a lame thing dude. just well it's just stupidity right i mean like 
Well, it's just lame because that, that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. You know, I mean, it has nothing to do with your goods or services, you know. And there's literally a sign on the outside of the, the store that says, you know, what's going on and whatnot. And you came in. You know, it <laughs> is weird. It is weird uh, to go into your store during COVID and just having like that, you know. Yeah. Khajiit has wares if you have coin, you know. like this Yeah, like that. <laughs> that's what it is. I mean, we've kind of turned the store into a warehouse at this R- point. Right. I mean, so do you... I've been asking a lot of people this too. I actually went to a um, non-sanctioned modern event. Yeah. Um, last Friday. Mm-hmm. So, what is the current standing with that? Like, when are, are we ever going to be able to play in the store again? So, Wizards has said, uh, I believe in June, um, people are going to be allowed to play. Mm. So, these fly-by-night shops, um, they're kind of at a point where if they don't let people play and do this stuff, they're going to go out of business. Right. So, they don't mind rolling the dice. Because if people get sick or they get some bad PR or whatever, they're going to go out of business either way. Right. Um, and, you know, a lot of this is all political and whatever else. Yeah. So, and, I mean, that's not something that, you know, and, and just to kind of, I'm, I'm sure you hear about it all the time. Um, a store I went to, you just kind of have that vibe of just that I don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah. And, and maybe it is because, you know, that's a good point that you brought up. That's like if they don't do this, I mean... What yeah, else are they going to do? I know I know for sure that's what the case is, at least <laughs> on, on some of them. So I went to the event, and I've got uh, my mask on the entire time. Yeah. No one else. Yeah. Not not the owners, not a, yeah. you know, and I'm just, like, thinking, like, fuck, dude. Like, cause, so that's when I was, so so I don't know how it works as a consumer. So it's like, if so, like, if Wizards finds out that you're running something, yeah, you can just get, like, was it, like, a cease and desist? Like... I mean, the thing, they don't want you running official events. Um, You're technically allowed to do what you want as long as their brand isn't on the line. I mean, you can't be like, we're hosting Friday Night Magic and it's Mm -hmm. sanctioned. You know, it's more like, you guys can come play Friday night, we're going to have a tournament. Right, it just so happens. the same thing, right? Right. But I mean, why risk, you know, as a a store owner, like, why risk uh, getting in trouble or getting bad PR? Like... Let's say, you know, COVID got worse again. Let's say they upticked again and, and everyone's like, oh, well, um, I got sick at so-and-so's store. Oh, right. So yeah. now it's all over social media. Oh, don't go there. They're scumbags. They were letting people play and everyone got sick and, you know, my cousin died or whatever. It's like you're putting a lot on the line just to let people sit down and... Just to and, make a couple hundred bucks. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people think that these stores make all their money on the drinks and snacks, but I mean, it's the furthest thing from the truth, at For least sure. in my experience. Right? Did you guys start doing um, uh, mail, like actual, like like ordering through, like a like an online kind of thing during COVID, or have you guys always done that? No. Um, if you contacted us, you could place an order and pay, you know, on, with PayPal or wherever, and we would mail it to you. Oh, okay, so that's always been a thing. It's always a thing, but we don't care. We just do it for the person. Like right. we make plenty of money. We don't need to worry about that. Right. So that's you know, and that's you know, that's kind of the thing where in this world it almost seems like I mean you've been nothing but successful. So it's like, have you? Ha- I mean, you've had to have had like some some tough times, maybe. Would you say or have the you guys? Store or? Yeah, the store. No, just uh, personally. I mean, working all those hours. Uh, the first year, um, we were working 80, 90 hours a week. Wow. I mean, that's the type of stuff that's like, yeah, mentally, it's tough. Yeah. The stores, we've always, we hit the ground running, and it's been very successful. You know, I'm very lucky. Right. I mean, you, it's crazy, man. I mean, I've seen stores come and go. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think a big thing is that Andrew and I were both um, reasonably successful people before we opened the store. We okay. weren't, like, taking the last of our money and taking a gamble. Right. It was more like, hey, 
we're doing okay, but we think if we open this store, we'll do even better with magic. I mean, we were already both doing magic for a living. Right. So now we have a physical location. A lot of these stores, the way they work is um, they, they end up going out of business because they don't have the money. Yeah. So like you need to keep reinvesting the money. So if you start paying yourself, paying your employees, um, your inventory suffers. So when you don't need a paycheck, I mean, Andrew and I would go, like the first year we were open, like we basically didn't pay ourselves. We just put all the money back in the business. Wow. So, I mean, when you're able to do that, um, you're going to grow. I mean, it's yeah. just like a stock, right? Like right. Say, say you own a bunch of the stock, dividends usually are reinvested. That's what you're doing when you open a store like this and reinvest the profits. If, if you pull the money out, you're not going to grow. Yeah. You know, does that make sense? No, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. I'm just, I mean, it, it's definitely a crash course in what, what it's like to own a business. I mean, we were lucky that we were in a position where we didn't need to pull the money out, mm -hmm. but a lot of people, you know, to open these stores on a shoestring budget, it's, it's almost like a rock in a hard place. Like you can't right. grow right? because you need to pay yourself. Right. And you're already getting, you're paying yourself nothing, right? I mean, Most of these owners paying themselves nothing. Right. It is literally a hobby to just break your break your back yeah, to go to the store. It's not the the greatest living for most people to do it because they don't, you know, they're gamers that are opening a business and they're not like, you know, they don't have a business degree. Not that I do. Right. But they're just like, okay, well, I'll just borrow some money from my family or my friends and just roll the dice and see what happens. Works out. Yeah. <sighs> and it can, and it does. It works out every day. But I'm saying like for a lot of people, it doesn't. Right. And then next thing you know, your lease, you, you know, you owe a year on the lease and you got to move out and, you know, you got to sell all your stuff and, you know, it sucks, but you see it all the time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and definitely, I mean, it's, it's one thing I was going to say is like, uh, uh, another question I had is, is that why you guys never, uh, you know, when I'm, when I go to that store, it's just the three of you. Yeah. Have you ever had an employee other than the three of you? No. Uh, we've had people help us, you know, sort cards and, you know, help us run tournaments, but we've never uh, hired someone. And that's never been a question of, like, like you needed to? I mean, I think we could use it, but um, we're just more comfortable uh, making it essentially a family business. That's uh, cool. It's a lot easier with trust yeah. with that kind of money on the line. And, right. Uh, I mean, we have a very unique business model. Yeah. It works for us. I, I mean, mean I, but I can't even fathom... The, 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 you know, the Fort Knox of stuff that you guys have <laughs> behind that counter. Yeah, we do pretty well. Yeah, you do fantastically <laughs> well from what I've been, well, from what I've been told. I mean, and, and just again, as a, just a fan and of the game and a fan of you guys, I mean, sometimes I would just go in there to kill time and just look at the stuff that you guys had. Yeah. I mean, um, I've always wanted to be, you know, it's, you always, uh, one thing with you, and I hear it every time I I, I say the sentence, I, I hear it in your voice where <laughs> we have 99.99% of all singles. Um, and there would be times where I just want to go in there and be like, do you have this? I want to see you it. You try. Dude, exactly. As long yeah. as you buy the card, I don't care right. if you try. Oh, dude, I can't imagine how many times. I've had people try. And they're like, oh, damn, I didn't think you'd have that. So right. Like, all right. As long as you have the money, I don't, I'll find the card for you. I don't think there's ever been a situation in my, in my seven years of going to your store that I've. And that's, I had an experience literally three days ago. I'm trying to build something, type it in, nothing. Type it in, nothing. Type it in, nothing. It's like, what the hell, dude? So it's yeah. just like, that's, every time I've ever lived in Phoenix, I've lived in Chandler, I've lived, you know, I've lived all over the valley. Every single time I've said, I'm so bummed at how far I'm about to have to drive to your store because I know you have everything. Every day, I'd say a minimum of two or three people, and I'm, I mean this, come in and they're like, well, I just went to my local store. And then I went to two, three, four other stores. 
and I finally made it here and you had all the cards. It's like, well, yeah. So eventually those people, they just stop going to those stores because right. it's like you have a 20 card list and you go to this store, they have three of them. The next store has three of them. Right. Next guy doesn't have any. You just, you can just skip the, all that time. Just yeah. come to my store. We'll exactly. have all 20 every time. And that's what I would tell my friends. I'm just like, you know, fuck, I get, I'm got to go to play. I got to go, you know. So our, our business model is a true brick and mortar game store. It's not, it's like old school. Like it's not, um, 99% of game stores now are selling online. They're yeah. selling on eBay, TCG player, their own website. And that's fine. You know, whatever works for you. But for us, we're a local true brick and mortar store. We don't sell online. So we have all the cards because we don't sell online. Yeah. If we wanted to just make a bunch of money and just have the money, yeah, we could post our inventory on TCG player and just sell it all. Right. But by keeping it local, we're able to um, get all the customers. Okay. That makes sense. Have you, uh, Coming, oh, I mean, I don't even, I feel like every question I want to ask, it's a, it's either a, it's an absolute yes. I mean, but yeah. like just coming from, you know, me, um, I've never sold more than two, $300 worth of cards at a time. Yeah. So I can't imagine how many people will just come in and just be like, I don't want this anymore. Um, and some of it's obviously worth your time. But at the same time, I feel like for all the diamonds in the rough that you have, you have thousands of people who just bring in these 5,000 count boxes of just nothing. Yeah. And you're like, I'll give you this much. And I mean, do you say more times than not, people are just dissatisfied with what you say? Cause they, they don't understand how, I don't think so. I think we still pay more than every other store or at least we're competitive. Oh, you're very don't. competitive. I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying like in, in the consumer perspective of like, have you, like if you were to say, this is what I'm going to give you, would you say more times than not they're okay with that? Or they're physically t expressing how upset they are at that. Um, I think the, n 80 to 90% of the time, they're okay with that. We give them about what they expect or more. I remember uh, this is another thing that, again, I just, I've n I'll never forget. I was actually moving to California, and I was that guy. I, and I came into your store, and I was just like, I, here you go, dude. Like, what? And, you, and I remember you were just kind of looking at it, and you're, you're a really sweet guy. You know what I mean? I um, know, and yeah. I, and I gave you, I gave you a story that was kind of sad, but at the same time, like, you know, I was just like, look, dude. I need money. I'm going to California. <laughs> um, literally going to go risk it all to try to be like a movie star or a comedian. <laughs> you know, um, I have these boxes of everything was like from like 2017 or like, or like 2015 to 2017. Yeah. Nothing crazy. And you just were just like it, your answer. It sounded like behind your answer. You're just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, you're like, I'll give you 20 bucks for this. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. okay that's fine <laughs> you know like and so i just kind of reluctantly but i will say and, and and i this whole episode i i cannot stress enough that you need to check this store out and i'll let you plug it later but it's just like uh, one thing i will say is i've never had the luck at your store that i've had anywhere else the best stuff i've ever pulled in my entire life because um and and maybe maybe not you um maybe back in the day but most of your clientele and customers are just obsessed with cracking packs yeah. It's just a thing that it's like crack, man. We all like to gamble yeah, we a little all, bit. Exactly. Roll the know. dice. And I remember there were times and looking back at it, as I got older, um, I kind of learned like I now buy singles stuff I need. Um, you've, you've grown up. I've a grown bit. up. Well, because I, cause now that I've got bills and rent yeah. and a car, like I can't just do that. I can't yeah. be like, well, I'm out of money for two weeks, but going back to my mom's house, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't just do that. I mean, that. you can, right? I think the average person lives at home till they're 30 now. <laughs> right, dude. And then Ali always says, she goes, I don't give a shit what you do, uh, with this game. Just make sure your bills are paid. Yeah. You know, um, I remember I came home. It's a good woman. 
Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, you know, I just got a bonus at work and I just wanted to celebrate. And I went to a local game store and I bought a Double Masters box pre-release, mm-hmm. you know? So she was like, she's like, oh, that's cool. How much was that? And I was oh, just like, uh, yeah, I was just like, not talking about yeah, that. And I was just like, wow, did you do something with your hair today? You look, <laughs> and I was just like, 400, $400. Yeah. She, you know, someone who's not in the game yeah, doesn't understand. You know, It's insane to anyone. Even if she is in the game, right. that's a lot of money. Well, she just started getting into it. and <laughs> Think uh, of all the dose she could have bought with that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, dude. And like, I just kind of got over that, but I have so many memories of just like, I would be in your store and I'll say, okay, I'll take this. Look, 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 look. Awesome. Here you go. Can I have another one? <laughs> look, 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 look. Fuck, now, now I just burn myself. Yeah. I have nothing. So I'm like, that has to be so much. Like That happens a lot. I, I And it's always younger kids, I've I realized. Um, I, I, was at a, I was at a game store the other day, and um, I was just getting my stuff. And uh, some kid was like um, two collector boxes of, it was like like Strixhaven or something. Sure, one of the, yeah. And I was just like, I like double took. I was like, you're like 18, dude. And like I looked at him, and like in my head, I like I wanted to be like, not worth it. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't do that, like you know. But as a store owner, it's like okay, like yeah, man. What would yeah. you say? Do you remember a time when like you like the, one of the biggest purchases of just sealed inventory that you've had from one person like at a time? So you mean like one person buying came in, from yeah, me? Yeah, and wanted to just be like you know two of these, one of these, six of those, like but like sealed, so not singles. Um, yeah, there was a couple, there's a couple of people or I don't think that I've seen them in a while, but a couple of people that have, that would buy like a couple cases of every set as yeah. they came out and just throw them in their closet. Wow. But I mean, that's not, that's not what you were looking for. That's right. not the answer. Yeah. You're looking yeah. For. But I mean, but that still perplexes me because I mean, a case is six boxes. Yeah. So, I mean, at the time that's at least six, $700. I mean, uh, the guy at the shop named Big Mark, I don't know if you remember him. Uh, it sounds very familiar. He would, uh. He was famous for just opening up a million packs and then trading it all in. And then he would get so excited and open up more packs and get excited and trade them all in. That's crazy, dude. It's like, dude, you can't win this game, right, but right. here you go. You're going to lose eventually. But he's like the happiest guy in the world, so, you know? Dude, I get it. I mean, I have, fr- <laughs> I have friends that will do that too, and I just say, let me be there and help you open packs. I mean, yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm almost kind of like Jones, and I'm like itching, you know, hey, man, you got any of those packs to open? Like, <laughs> you know, that's that's so crazy. I've just never been able to do that, but the child brain in me wants to do that. Yeah, I you mean, know? it's understandable. But now I'm just like, well, you know, and I, I try to get into... I I had an opportunity to buy a box of um, Urza Saga, and that came, when was that, 2000, 2000, 2001, was that that was released? So when did you buy it? Uh, well, I had the opportunity to buy oh, it. Oh, opportunity. Uh, okay. When I was, I was 20. I was 20. I still lived in Avondale. Okay. Um, I don't remember, because now it's... Uh, you know, way, way yeah, up I should have bought it. Yeah, I should have bought it. But you would have opened it. I would have opened it. So See, that's you, my problem. Yeah. That's 100% my problem. It's yeah. like, I don't, I, I keep telling myself, like, I'm going to get into, I'm going to invest. I'm going to hold on to cool stuff. But if it sits there all day, yeah. I'm just going to look at it all day. Like, it's like. So you're it's, halfway there. You can't, you just need to get a little older. I'm a little bit more jaded. Yeah. You know? Well, I think the secret is, is I need to, like, um, for, like for example, like, um, if I can get things graded immediately. So then that yeah, way then I'm can't. not. You'd have to really get into that. Right. Like screwing off the case. Yeah. You know, I mean, like in case of emergency, break this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it's always there in the back of my mind. I think my, my whole thing, and I think a lot of people can attest to this, it's that, you know, kind of like you mentioned, you either grow up and think of a plan or you kind of risk it yeah. on what you want. And, you know, so you, so you play it safe or you go big or go home, you know? And I think yeah. I've, I've more times than not have just played it safe. Yeah. Um, it, 
seems to have worked out all the time. You know, I mean, there's not really a, a downside to playing it safe other than kind of a boring yeah, life, absolutely. you know? Um, but I mean, I mean, what, I mean, you're a store, store owner, obviously you want to sell off inventory. I mean, but what, do you have any advice like when it comes to people who want to get into investing like magic, investing in magic? Yeah. Um, so you need to just take your time. You need to have money available when you find a deal. Um, and you need to, really put the work in like anything else uh, you need to know what you're looking at what you're what you're after what you're dealing with mm-hmm. i mean just generically um you know uh reserve list stuff uh it's really expensive right now but so is everything i mean we're in like this huge bubble or inflation i don't know however you want to call it there's everything's pretty much max price yeah you know used cars it's houses insane. Uh, yeah. rent Right, magic cards, Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon. So that was. That's I've made, we've made a billion dollars off of Pokemon. I can't imagine, dude. I literally, I saw, I saw the episode, or not episode, but um, my little brother is like most little boys between the yeah. ages of like nine and twelve, whereas they just like, are obsessed with watching people on YouTube do stuff that they can yeah. do. So Logan Paul, I'm sure you we'll, heard about. We'll, go ahead. we'll come right back to it. Okay. I'll finish this and then. Yeah, go ahead. So, basically, um, so once you know. And then you can kind of like put ads on wherever, um, Craigslist or yeah. Facebook or, you know, eBay. You can go on eBay, look for auctions. But I mean, basically, you just need to find deals. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really the only way because um, nothing's guaranteed to go up, right? Right. So you either find deals or you buy stuff at cost or not at cost at, at the full price and then hope. But then, you know, you're investing on the fact that magic always goes up historically. So, I mean... Right. At that point, you want to invest in stuff that's more limited. I mean, there's no reserve list anymore, but you can kind of figure out what's more rare than other things. Like Double Masters, for example, is mm-hmm. is a pretty rare set. They right. didn't make as much of it. Um, right. You know, things like that. I mean, if you buy the standard sets with an unlimited print run, I mean, right. long term probably goes up. But, I mean, if you buy these more limited sets, they seem to have more upside, in my right. opinion. But I mean, you know, magic's magic and they reprint stuff like crazy nowadays. So like you're, there's never really 100% safety in anything. So you say it's more of like a higher risk, higher reward kind of thing, maybe? Like you, you put- I, I think it's more of like a, uh, there's better ways to invest, in my opinion. You know, don't take my, my <laughs> advice. You'll lose yeah, right. or you'll lose all your money. But um, I don't know. It's... I do think you can invest in magic and I think it's a way to diversify, but I mean, you're probably better off investing in other things. Yeah. It's not as fun. (laughs) I think that you need to, I think you need to like separate yourself emotionally um, from it because a lot of people I knew, like my, my uncles, they had friends who never really played the game. Kind of. They played back in the day, but obviously now they've got a wife and kids and a job and stuff like that. But they've got a little bit of money, so they would buy stuff from their nostalgic past because they can afford that kind of stuff. But really, it's just like, yeah, whatever. I hope it gains Mm -hmm. money. I have no intention of even looking at it. You know, whereas me, if I buy it, I'm going to want to open it. Yeah, you can't. If you're like that, you can't do that. No. Um, That's just a hobby at that point. Yeah, That's not investing. If you want to invest in it, then you'd have to to be willing to sit on it or, or buy singles. Point is, put money into a IRA, kids. Yeah, <laughs> it's a better investment. <laughs> but I mean, you can you can do both. Yeah, you can you can certainly do both. I don't think that you should kill yourself to do it, though. I also have friends no. that will just live paycheck to paycheck because of this game. Yeah, and that's probably not healthy long no. term. Long term, it's not. But uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Pokemon cards. I, yeah, I, dude, I I can I got excited for you saying that because I cannot imagine in the last year alone how much that game has just 
inflated at your store. Yes. Um, I watched, everywhere. yeah, everywhere. I watched, I watched this video with like Logan Paul or something yeah. like that opening, you know, mm-hmm. and like ever since then it's been, I watched a video of that dude boxing, uh, <laughs> an, an NBA player. Yeah. And he, he knocked him out. Right. He knocked the NBA player out. Right. I mean, like, what? Yeah. Like, who is this dude? Like, and that's why. I and the like, guy was literally sleeping. Right. Like, he actually knocked him out. Did you see that? I saw it. It so, was unbelievable. Right. But and I was see? like, who is this guy? And <laughs> I was like, I the first thing that came up was like this, and he's fighting this NBA guy. It's like yeah. what? And then I heard he was breaking into the Apple Store and like all this crazy I stuff. No, dude. And now he's like making me a bunch of money, right? Right. With this Pokemon, <laughs> right? Fad and. So, I mean, so you have to, you know, the first thing that comes to mind for me is that, you know, uh, there was a whole thing kind of before, like, uh, you know, you heard about obviously like the Black Lotus that sells for a hundred thousand, a million or whatever. Um, but you hear about the, the, the first edition Charizard. Yeah. Uh, the first thing everyone does is goes to their parents' house, goes in the basement and sees if like their cards are still there. And then the um, second thing they do is bring it to my store. Yeah. And they've gone through bike spokes. You yeah. know what I mean? They're crumpled there. Yep. You know, people and don't they, seem they to... all think it's the first edition one. Right. Even oh, though dude. It's, it's not. Dude, I can't. Yeah, dude, I can't even imagine. I mean, I've been playing every single day. Uh, there's people calling or coming in every with day. Their old Pokemon cards. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And we're like, we don't want them. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're good. Do, I mean, you, do you want a Charizard? We got a few. Yeah, we've got a few. Thank you. That, <laughs> that, a few hundred. I, that is such a cool baller thing to say, though. Joe. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's yeah, like, I'm I mean, good, dude. I don't need I don't need your shit. Like, well, they're so expensive i mean i I was about to say overpriced but i mean i guess they're not if that's the market says they're worth that much and people are buying them here's my thing though is that legacy cards are expensive because they're legacy cards and they're still playable there's not a legacy or vintage for pokemon at least i don't think there is well pokemon's beanie babies it's turned into beanie babies it's no one even i don't think anyone knows how to play anymore i mean anyone that comes in i'd say 90 to 98 percent of the people didn't even know it's a game like they just buy the cards to open them up. That was me as a kid. I just thought yeah. they looked cool. I don't think anyone plays. No. I bet you Wizards is regretting selling Pokemon though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did yeah. the original. Did you ever consider getting into that in like 94, 95? Is that uh, what it came out? I had Pokemon. Um I played a Pokemon tournament one time. Yeah. Yeah, I played uh I don't even remember what deck I had, but I play, I I ran into or I lost to a little kid who ended up being like a, a decent friend of mine now <laughs> in the tournament, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I've lost. He was to just a little kid. He was there with like his dad or whatever. Yeah, I remember. So I played one tournament, right? And, yeah. and it was like it felt really weird because like I was like a you know off and on again pro Magic player, and I'm mm-hmm. sitting here playing against like an eight year old. Yeah, it's like uh, this is the last time I'm ever doing this. <laughs> that was like your, but I mean that's, but that's like to this day now too. Because I mean when you guys, I mean you guys hosted Pokemon tournaments, yeah, back in the day. No? Briefly, yeah. Briefly, we tried. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's this whole like cult group here in, in Phoenix, and it's it's difficult to talk about in. Yu-Gi-Oh players. I feel like there's just like a niche group of like 20 dudes in Phoenix that just still keep that game alive. Yu-Gi-Oh is really popular. We have some great customers. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. But um, Pokemon, um, we have some great customers. But the players, uh, we, yeah, we've never been able to break in that scene. Yeah, they just don't like to play at our store. Well, I always thought it was just because the the kind of like the reason why I couldn't play when I was younger was because I didn't have a ride. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's kind of just <laughs> yeah. the thing. You that know? makes sense. Yeah, right. You know, it always seems so weird though. Like when we did host them, and there's like these seven and ten year old kids, and it's like people my age or people in their 20s playing against them it's like it just doesn't feel right i don't know it just yeah you know what I mean? so <laughs> yeah, that makes yeah. sense it's like it's just weird it's kind of like, it's kind of like playing like like with like with your son you know and you guys are playing xbox together yeah where it's like this is feeling weird you know but it's, but like, it's fine because it's your kid but right i mean like 
you're driving this way and like you're going against like a you know like a six year old or whatever and you're just crushing him and it's like <laughs> you're like good good game yeah like what do you you go home to like your your mom or your girlfriend and you're like oh yeah how'd the tournament go and <laughs> it's fucking like god is ass yeah <laughs> destroyed like the seven year old kid and if you lose right, right. i mean oh like oh my god you have no idea you're a total dude. loser mm-hmm. you have no idea yeah. so my little brother bought um those like pokemon world championship decks yeah so he bought a couple he's like i want to learn how to play and stuff like that but obviously he's got weeks of practice with how these decks work oh this is great yeah and i'm like <laughs> okay so he teaches me I, I i remember how to play the only thing that was new to me was like the ex or like stuff like that and your brother's like the eighth person to ever learn how to play the game right <laughs> you know and uh, like literally like it, it literally <laughs> looks like he invented the way he's playing it looks like he invented yeah, the game you he know pro- he may have <laughs> so i'm like hold on hold on what's going on like like for the first time since i started playing magic i was just like i'm about to like just call a judge real quick i don't know what you're doing he's like boom 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 boom, boom i win yeah i'm like Fuck you. Like, like, yeah, and I'm like, I can't believe I just let the... And I'm like, all right, let's go play Street Fighter so I can kind of get some points back and, like, kick your ass, you yeah. know? Um, but, you know, that's that's cool that, I mean, you, you know, you, like the Yu-Gi-Oh thing. I just have never had a good experience with uh, Yu-Gi-Oh players, and that's why I stopped playing. They're just yeah, kind of... when we first uh, opened the store, we had a really bad crowd. Um, it kind of thins itself out, though, right? No, yeah. our Yu-Gi-Oh players are great now. Like, we just have all the good ones. Um, I've almost, I've gotten in kind of some arguments at your store with some, with yeah, some Yu-Gi-Oh uh, players. I'm I mean, sure. have you ever had a... They have a really weird culture. Yeah. Like, uh, just the way that they treat the, their cards in the game. And yeah, stuff. it's just... I remember... They throw all their cards away, like... It's yeah. just weird. I don't I don't know. They don't have any respect for not, you know, I'm sure not everyone, but Oh, sure. But a lot of people um like they'll open a box mm-hmm. and they'll just take like three cards and just leave them all on the table. Yeah. It's like, "Thanks, dude." That's so crazy. I'm happy, right? I've but, seen that too, but it's just I don't know. Weird. Magic players would never do that. No. It's like even the commons, they're yeah. like grabbing them, you know. Yeah, I've had I had 10,000 count boxes. I eventually just had to be like on Facebook Marketplace free. Yeah. Just come take them. They're well, all You can always give them to me. Right. We 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 do buy those. Uh, I I don't see I don't understand why. That's my thing is like you have to just have You're trying to have every card in stock. I mean, you got to make make things happen, make the magic happen somehow. Oh, I get it. Uh-huh. Make the magic happen. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like those ones that like the, the, like they don't they'll never see play, they'll never do anything. That's yeah, why like it blows my mind you're like we'll take them all. I'm yeah. just like what are you gonna like kindle your fires with it? Like I don't understand. Like, you know, we've sold almost every card. I mean, like at one point or another. I mean, it's just there's always that guy that's gonna come in looking for that giant spider or that right. man's goblin. I mean, it's stupid, but I mean, they have a reason for it. Well, there's like a niche group too that like I remember reading this thing about how like there's people who just love collecting every single yeah. art, you yeah. know, stuff like that. Or people just make like the dumbest deck they can make or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like. They come into my store. They expect us to have it. You know, we have ninety nine percent of all cards. So, have you ever come across those um, employee gift cards? You ever um, seen anyone try to sell those or somehow get their hands on those? Like I was seeing, like, um, like uh, when they did uh, when they released Arena, um, whoever worked on that team got like uh, like a legit like Arena like Saga card, like promo card. Have you ever seen those? Um, I think I know what you're talking about. You mean like employee of Wizards of the Coast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're obviously they're not my, for sale, but somehow, some way, my they... ex-wife used to work for Wizards of the Coast, mm. so I have a couple of those cards. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, we I think they would give her one every year. That's cool. Just one. Okay, but they're not like in your store, and like, or are they? I don't know. I think I don't know if they're at my house or if they're. I, they, I may have brought them into the store. I don't know, but I yeah, I thought those were like for real. I have one. Um, my dog got it. Right, mm. and I I see it because it's at my house, and like I'm like I don't want to throw this away, but it's the dog literally like you know you hear people say that my dog literally ate it. Yeah, it's like some 
Oh, it's like it's some green card. Uh, I'm not sure what the name of it is, but yeah. I'm, I'm just like, what? My dog actually ate the card. Yeah, if you just give her some some attention, she'll she just she loves the attention. <laughs> uh, my uh, people who listen to the show know about Ducky. It's fine. She likes to ruin interviews every now and again. She has sometimes she has things to say. You know, she watches me play this game, so she gets it. I had to stop playing Arena just because she's on my lap now. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine, and she loves it. She'll enjoy it for a while. Or she'll try to get up here. It's all right. Um, you said you play Arena. I, I had to stop, and I tell my girlfriend all the time, I wish there was a chat box in Arena because I yeah. have some shit to say. I mean, the thing, uh, that's the, I don't like Arena. I like Moto better, mm-hmm. um, but I play on Arena. That's just, the, they kind of pushed everyone over there. Right. But that was one of the things I actually hated on, on Magic Online is how bad the the software was for the chat and whatnot. Right. I mean, the people would just say the most unbelievably rude things to me and i can't even block them right the software is so bad like you block them and they can still say stuff to you right. it's like are you kidding me this thing's been out for <laughs> 10 20 years whatever and i can't even block someone i'll never forget my favorite and i, I screenshotted it on my old computer but um uh going back to like modern i've only played burn my entire modern career has just been yeah. burn. um i have multiple screenshots of people like like turn one mountain turn two goblin guide something like that and it's just every time I, my favorite one is a uh, Ungo Bunga, I'm a caveman, I play Burn. <laughs> I was just That's like, funny, wow, yeah. thanks, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know why people get so upset at, at, with with magic or poker. I, I, I don't, I've never understood what, I mean, like, the guy that you're playing against 98% of the time or whatever didn't do anything wrong to you. He just played his cards and he yeah, beat you or whatever. He you got know lucky, what it is, but. Joe, you know what it is, is, as childish as it sounds, I like to win. Yeah, I mean, we all. I like to win too, but I don't. <laughs> but when I lose, I don't get mad at my opponent. N- no, I don't. I don't. But like, my whole thing is that I don't. I don't mean to get mad at them. I get mad. I get mad at my own playability. Yeah. But it sounds like, you know what I mean. Like so, for example, um, the last um before COVID, the last standard event I did, just bad draws. You yeah, know, um, so I lose. Uh, I'm. I think at this point I'm like three, or I'm like zero oh and three. I think yeah. this is the last one. You know, so I lose, I lose, I lose game one sideboard game two, nothing mulligan, nothing mulligan. Yeah. I go to four pretty much. Um, two turns. I have nothing. I literally was just like, all right, dude, I literally, I'm just like, cool. Shake your hand. I just left. I left yeah. the store. Well, that's like, how I'm you done. should do it. Right. I'm you don't like, be like, Hey, you're oh, a, bu- 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 yeah, <laughs> no, no. So that's what I was going to say. Have you ever had someone like almost like throw like hands in your store before? Yeah. Uh, we've had a few, um, a few of those, <laughs> I guess I won't get too much into it. But yeah, we've definitely had some some times where there was some bad apples or people that just had some bad emotions. I mean, that's typical. We're a bunch of guys playing yeah, competitive right. whatever, and you know we get upset. Right. Have I you mean, ever had to ban anyone from the store? Uh yes. Okay. Um, we've had to ban a couple people. <laughs> uh, someone, uh, I you know I, I won't get too specific, right. but we had someone steal someone's deck during an FNM. Wow. <laughs> someone that was playing in the FNM stole another player's deck. Wow. It's like, dude, we have cameras all over the right. whole store, bro. Right, dude. Oh and my like God. the thing was like, I, I actually called them up and I'm like, Hey, uh, you know, I've, did you uh, accidentally take someone's deck? <laughs> so you're so anti-confrontational. <laughs> and he's like, well, I mean, I, I don't want to lose the guy as a right. customer, right? I want him to do the right thing. And he's like, Oh no, you know, I, I don't know how that would have happened. And right. it's like, Oh, well I kind of, I have a video. I think you may have uh, accidentally stole someone's deck. Right. You know, you looked around and then threw it in your bag, you know. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, let me check. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. 
It's like, you know, I mean, it's, you know, people are sh- shitty. Yeah. I mean, the, the people are scummy right. on, on average. I think, you know, yeah. we're just shitty. Well, I mean, it's like stealing money. I mean, yeah. I mean these decks cost a lot of money. Yeah. You know? But I mean, uh, humans are just kind of shitty. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, that's... But like when we have an opportunity, a lot of us um, will take it, you know, mm-hmm. if we don't, if we think we can get away with it. And it's, you know, it's not something that I'm proud to say, but I think that, you know, humans in general could do better yeah no i mean it's it's not it's i i I personally don't think to kind of get you know a little metaphysical for a second i mean i personally do think it is human nature to always have that thought um no matter how good of a person you 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 may think you are you know there's times where like i'm not even afraid to admit i mean even like last month like you have like these weird fantasy thoughts where it's just like i was alone at the counter and i was just like what if i just walked back there and I just grabbed something. I just left. Yeah. And maybe I just stopped going to this store. Mm -hmm. I have that thought all the time. You know what I mean? Obviously I'm never going to act upon it, but I think about it all the time. It's kind of like, it's almost like it's baked in, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It ultimately though, you make your own choices. Yeah. I mean, and every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. You know, and and nothing is worse. When I was a kid, I used to steal Yu-Gi-Oh and magic cards all the time. Yeah. You know, I've got busted. It's not a good feeling, obviously, because you got caught in that. And that's kind of the thing too. It's like, and it's good that you can admit that. Like, I think, you know, you can, the only way to be a better person is to learn from your from mistakes. Your mistakes yeah. Absolutely. And admit, be willing to be honest and admit things. I mean, right. we've all been shitty. Right. We've all been bad people in our lives. At some point, we've done something stupid. We've all, we've all done <laughs> dumb things. We've all <laughs> done very messed dumb up. Things. And yeah, you can just, you know, move on. That's all you can do and I, just keep, keep going. I almost got the word counterspell tattooed on my neck. So that I totally, would have been a mistake. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I almost got it literally right here across my neck. And, and I have a couple t- magic tattoos, dude. But I love your magic tattoos, man. And that, and like it's been, it's incentivized me to get my own too. Because I mean, but that's part of your life, you know. Yeah. I mean, so that's sweet. I mean, obviously, you know, we're kind of off tracking to like just you know dumb tattoo ideas. Yeah. But kind of reminds me of like you know how like when you're at like a like a multi level parking garage and you're at the top level and you're like, what if I just like did a backflip off this thing? Just, yeah, you know, it's like you always just have those weird thoughts. I mean, I don't know if everyone has a, a brain like yours, but <laughs> you never think about that. Like, it's good like, that you can talk about these things, dude. Dude, okay. Well, then let me just like okay for the so I'm I've been trying to lose a little bit of weight and um not a breakfast eater. I have this problem where I only eat like once a day, which just kind of destroys your metabolism. Yeah, you know, you should so, go vegan, man. Oh boy, dude. I knew this was coming. Here we go. <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> okay, no, uh, Thank but you. Uh, but uh, no, like um. I was so I started making smoothies in the morning, um, but I was just blending and I was like, "What would happen if I just like put my finger in there for a second? Like just like yeah. random chaotic <laughs> thoughts that I would never do." Um, but I think about that. So, can I ask what made you want to be vegan? Like as a side note, um, I'm I'm into it like for all the reasons, but I mean the thing that got me into it was just the animal rights, the way we treat animals, the way yeah. we treat you know. The earthlings, I guess, that we live yeah. with. Um, it's really horrible. Yeah. Um, you know, and it sucks to admit, but, you know, like I said, humans are shitty. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know that we'll probably never stop, but yeah, all you can do is, is control yourself. Have you ever had the... Um have you ever had like the counter? So, so my whole thing is that like, I'm not like some kind of carnivore. Like I hate animals. You know what I mean? I just, you know, I eat cheeseburgers, but like, yeah, when they taste great, I get it. Yeah. But I I also, have you tried the impossible burger? Yes. But here, and this is something that I talked about on my uh, last episode because a DJ is a a vegetarian. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, man, I hate that you guys have this 
holier-than-thou food that tastes just like the food I like. I said, if you guys are going to be vegetarian and vegan, all your food should just taste bland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I just make the joke. But um, do you ever get the counter arguments? Because um, I've never met a, a real, like, oh, like, you're a shitty person for eating meat kind of yeah. vegan. I'm not that type of vegan. But I've met the kind of... I just of, wish you would be vegan. Uh, I appreciate that. Like I secretly, like, <laughs> hope that I can, like, influence you. Okay. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe six months from now. You never know. I'll be, I'll be 150 pounds and there's just, a hey, lot man. Of, yeah, there's a lot of people that thought they could never do it or... And they, they researched it and they they're into it. Do you have people try to bust your balls because you're a vegan? I've met I those have, people a I lot just, of times. I just don't care. Okay. I mean, I'm very confident. Mm. My whole thing is, so I was listening to Joe Rogan and he had Ted Nugent on. I love Joe Rogan, but he's like the biggest anti-vegan. Yeah. I, I do love, I went right. to, I went to see him when he was here. Oh, he's great, isn't he? Yeah, I've seen him a couple I, times. I really like him. Um, And he, and Ted Nugent was just saying like, oh, you know, if, if you're going to be vegan, like keep in mind about all the shit we have to do to maintain like the soy plants and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, that stuff still has to kind of get to you, right? I mean, like... It's just, uh, it's just like an uneducated opinion, yeah. in my opinion. Sure. Um, you know, the cows and uh, environment farming or whatever is like the second leading pollution in the yeah. world. So, I mean, like, to say something like that is just silly. Like, right. he doesn't, he's just like, I don't know anything about this. Right. He should just, you know, in my opinion, he should right. just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think what stops me from being a vegan legitimately, I mean, I've, there's been times where um, for a while I was literally eating nothing but processed foods and fast yeah. food and stuff yeah. like that. Um, the reason why I've never really genuinely considered it was because of um, I'm such a picky eater. Yeah. I, to this day, I am um, I grew up in a, in a household that it was never, you need to finish this. And if you don't finish this, it's going to be your breakfast tomorrow. Yeah. Um, when I was in middle school, I lived with my grandma and she just never cooked. So it was just like, okay, what do you want to eat? wherever you want. So when you can leave a kid to those devices of I can have whatever I want, whenever I want, um, it kind of, that kind of doesn't help you as an adult. And so it's come a long way. Like yeah. when I first got into it, it was like salad, every meal or whatever. Right. And now it's like, I can eat just like you. Right. It, it might cost a little more sometimes, but I can literally eat just about anything. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's a million times better than it was 20 years ago. I mean, and I'm sure you feel great. You know, I mean, you I, mean I, I look great, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm 42 and right. people think I'm 30. I mean, you know? it works. I mean, it's for real. <laughs> people think I'm 36. So, I mean, I totally get it. Um, what was I going to say? So like you said, that, does it really cost more though? I mean, I feel like um, it could be well, cost if like, say I want to eat like, like literally like you name whatever you want and I want to go get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to cost me more. Right. But I mean, that's kind of like just the way it is. Cause like if you want a specific, specialty thing you got to pay for it so veganism is no animal products yeah so like no cheese no cheese no wearing leather no oh fish, okay just everything that's cool yeah so 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 like when you look for specific things like do you specifically look for like the vegan friendly option regardless of let's just say let's throw it out there like i don't know i don't fucking know shampoo you know what i mean like, yeah if it, um you have to just you get good you know once you're used to it after a couple of years it's it's like you just have a list of what you buy and that's it. But yeah, so you'd be looking for uh, vegan friendly things if at all possible. I mean, like it's not always possible for everyone to do, mm -hmm. but like, you know, a lot of it is just doing your best. Like it's like anything else. You just do your best. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm not the type, I'm not going to like do my best meaning like I'm going to eat meat accidentally or something. But I mean like say someone that's like halfway there. Yeah. They do their best. Like they limit, they try to be vegan when they can. I mean, they're not a full vegan. I mean, I don't know. Right. Like I support anyone trying to do better, you know, right. and I think that's, that's good. And then maybe eventually it'll click Yeah. and they'll be a vegan f full time.
Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you found the perfect medium from like the like stereotypical like hippy dippy like vegan and kind of just like the, I'm just a dude that doesn't eat animal products. Um, I mean, I just I I like to I don't want to lose friends or family sure. over it. And most of my friends and family eat meat. So, I mean, like it's it's not worth losing people in your life over right. it. I mean, I can try to influence them, mm-hmm. which, you know, I've been successful with a few people. Cool. And, you know, that's all I can do. It sounds a lot cooler to, like, convince someone to be a vegan as opposed to someone just like, nah, dude, you got to eat those fucking animals. Like, <laughs> like that guy just sounds way yeah. worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and, I, and I do feel, like, I mean, see, that's right. That's where I do feel guilty because there are times where I, I can't stress enough. I've thought about it. Yeah. I'm just really bad at committing to it. I, I get it. I mean, you may you may never do it, but if you're if you have the least bit, bit interest, then you there could be a day where I run into you and you're like, you know what, I went vegan. Right. I thought about what you said vegan and I brothers. researched it, mm-hmm. and you know, next thing you know, you're getting like a vegan tattoo and you're li- you're a lifer. <laughs> yeah, no, I got I got <laughs> vegan on my neck now. Yeah. It's time for Ask Jacob. Oh yeah. Ask Jacob time. So this one comes in. Um, <clears throat> so uh, just to kind of promote this real quick, and I and I can't um, stress this enough. The, the 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 point of my podcast is just to kind of hang out with your buddy. That's really you know we could talk about whatever you want. Um, just kind of the dude, you know. You want to come over, have a couple beers, you know, talk about shit, you know. Um, I'm very supportive of you know. My original basis was like like a like like men's mental health and stuff like that. Um, I mean, everyone's mental health, but I always felt like you know that's where I originally started was that I had a lot of friends who were going through a lot of shit, um, who never really uh, <laughs> who never really uh, discussed it. So the original point of my my podcast was that if you ever men or women or anyone you know uh, if you have anything that you want to talk about, silly or not serious, um, I'd like to take an opportunity to talk about it. Do you ever really do anything out of your own conscious choice, or are we always controlled by some external simula- uh, simulation or motive? That's like some matrix shit. So it's like a philosophy, uh, kind of free like, will question. Like, do you ever feel like? I guess like the question sounds like like do you ever feel like you're kind of like in the matrix pre-programmed to do what life determines that you should do? So, yeah, it's like uh, it's a free will question. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So it, I think. Um, I think it's like 50% of scientists at this point or a group of scientists think that it's likely that we live in a simulation. <laughs> so, I mean, um, I, that's a tough question. I don't, I, I would like to think that we all make our own decisions, but, um, you know, what it kind of reminds me of is like, um, you ever hear like the jokes, um, you know, you said that you're not like a, a huge social media user, but it's just like one day you're talking with like your kid and you're like, Oh, this looks cool. Or like, Oh, hey, you're into that? That's cool. But then you're on Facebook and you're getting advertisements for it. That literally happens to me all the time. All the time. It's yeah. it, it's scary. You know what I mean? And so maybe maybe that's the way that I like to perceive the question is like, am I, if, do I think that a Coca-Cola sounds delicious right now? Or am I pre-programmed because of something I saw to want that? That's the way I kind of look at it. So I read this thing. I, I did this whole thing. So like I told you, man, I mean, I kind of eat like shit still. It's no secret. I'm... I got man boobs, you know, <laughs> like I, you know, I, I'm not in the best shape. Um, when I was literally had an addiction to fast food, I mean, I, I read all this research. It's almost like a casino. They do these things that really just incentivize you to just come back or yeah. like, you know, um, for example, the reason why McDonald's colors are red and yellow is because they're colors that mesh really good together in a way that they, they draw attention to each other. So when you think of the colors red and yellow together, 
Um, other than, I guess, ketchup and mustard, you know, you think of McDonald's. There's a reason why you see the golden arches, you know, yeah. you know, it's like, so it's almost like a thing where it's just And the like, government supports it and gives yeah, them subsidies. Yeah. And so it's almost else. like Pavlovian, you know, it's very hard to fight. <laughs> yeah. Like I see the sign and I'm like, man, hot and spicy sounds delicious right now. Yeah. I, I um, follow philosophy a little bit. Okay. Uh, you know, some people think that we have free will and some don't. Right. Um, you know, I, I like to think we do, but I mean, I don't think we'll ever know. Right. Well, I mean, I think that in a way, like, you're kind of like a poster child for kind of living your own life. I mean, you're a guy yeah. that's lived a very, to some, avant-garde life. I mean, you've never, I mean, I mean, we didn't really talk about it, but I don't know. Have you ever had, like, a, a job job? I guess what, what some people who aren't in your field call, like, a, a job? No, I mean, well, I have. The last job I had was uh, 2000. I worked for a friend. I worked at his game store. Okay. So... 21 years ago the right. last job i had and the rest and the rest of your life you've just been self-employed yeah right i, I was a professional poker player and now i own the card shop because you wanted to do it you know? well i mean yeah that's that's what i did but yeah i haven't taken the the typical path but i mean in hypothetically you know in a world where you're not making your own choices there's going to be people that have those paths right right <laughs> it's like devil's advocate i'm just saying right that. no for sure but i think you know it's it, kind of like we were talking about earlier in the episode like i just I, happened to get an interesting uh <laughs> matrix pod or whatever right, right. right. exactly <laughs> you know but i decided to play the smart route you know um i tried to go to college i didn't like it panicked for a little bit you kind of i feel like in that situation you have the am I going to do what's going to make me mildly successful or just mildly content with life? Or am I going to do something that I'm going to attempt to do something that makes me happy? And yeah. I feel like my entire life I've chosen the safe route. I mean, yeah, I went to California, tried to do comedy and acting and stuff like that. It didn't work out. And I mean, I applaud myself for that because it's, it's hard thing and not a lot of people can do it, but I ended up coming back to a nine to five. And so in a weird way, I do feel like my life has been pre-programmed due to things around me, like maybe like situations from my parents who have always just been very like you work, you hang out with your family, you die. Well, I mean, when you're when you're a child, you're just heavily influenced by right. your surroundings and the people and, right. you know, church. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, I could go on a whole thing about that, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's that's a tough question. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like I answered it the best I could. I, no, that was fantastic. I think that we're literally just like like two different sides of a coin. Because I mean, yeah. you know, um, you know the the way that we've gone about our lives. When I was a kid, uh, <laughs> I used to think, you know, when you uh, when you're like you're at a certain sp part of your life where like you kind of realize that you exist. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like you kind of realize that one day I'm gonna die. Yeah, um, I'm a person. You know, Stumbling. yeah, it's, it's weird, you know, and you kind of get depressed for a couple days, you know, yeah. I used to have this thought though, like, you know, after watching the matrix and stuff like that, like if this was real, I wonder like if I'm the only real person and it's kind of like, um, like, uh, what's, what was that movie with Jim Carrey? Uh, um, I don't the know. Truman show. The Truman show. Yeah. yeah so it was almost like, a, like a, yeah. My, like, is my life like a Truman show? Like as soon as it's like, like Ali is not even in the other room yeah. right now. Yeah. Like she's just pre-rendered code that will yeah. respawn. And it I could come. be right. That's I mean, such and then when you die, it's over. Right. I mean, who knows? Right. You right. know, so it's like it's a fucking, it's a yeah. mind fuck, you know? Yeah. So I think like, we've, I think most people have had that realization at some right. point where it's like, wow, maybe when I die, everything just shuts off. Right. Like, you know, the game's like, over. Like, or there's like aliens that are just like, well, let's uh, move on to the next yeah. test subject, you know? Like, let's my World of Warcraft char character died and the game's <laughs> over. I don't, I don't know. Right. 
That's oh now now when you leave, I'm just gonna sit at the edge of my bed and just really contemplate. Like, are you real, Ali? <laughs> You're like, am I really an NPC yeah. in Joe's world? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> am I just an am I a side quest in Joe's world? You know, yeah. like, am I you know an NPC at the dude who bags my groceries? Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. it's it's a real thing. I mean, and you have no free will. That's just your destiny. God. That's <laughs> it, man. What a what a bummer. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like you're living a pretty interesting life. I'd like to think so. That's why I started. I've met a lot more boring people. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, you know, I you know, and I think just you need to do you need to do something in this life. I think that it's it's you know it's kind of like you hear in every you know any dude who's trying to sell you a five levels of success you know yeah. whatever will always tell you that you know you need to learn a trade or you need to learn something. Yeah. Um, that's why I picked up music. You know, because I needed to do something with my time because I think a lot, especially kids today, it's very such stimulation, you know? Yeah. Especially, I mean, you, I mean, you obviously didn't have internet accessible <laughs> at all the time. I didn't either until after high school, you know? And like, I feel like I was one of the last. The internet wasn't even invented until I was <laughs> like end of my high school. Right. You know, <laughs> so, but it's like now it's like I have nephews or, you know, that are, that are one and two and yeah. they've got phones. Yeah, my kid has a phone. That's crazy. Yeah, he's seven. He has his own YouTube channel. That's crazy. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I would have never thought that, like, and, and you know, it's kind of like, um, I feel like I was the last generation to kind of do both, where I would play video games, I'd go outside. And I yeah, just yeah, feel, yeah. I feel like slowly that's uh, kind of like... You know, I kind of feel like the world was better before the internet. And, yeah. You know, a lot of people have argued with me back and forth about that, but... The world was so much bigger yeah. before the internet. And now it's just like, even we can talk about magic. I right. mean, magic was a totally different thing before right. the internet. Everyone had their own unique deck, mm -hmm. their own play style. Mm -hmm. Then the internet comes out and that's like, this is how you have to play it. This is what wins. And if you don't play this, you suck. Right. You know? Right. You Yeah. And then it's like, uh, my, my biggest thing is um, the cyberbullying that goes on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm an adult. If someone says, fuck you, and I'm playing like Apex on my Xbox, okay, well, you know, I'll never meet you in my life. But now that my siblings have access to the internet and Instagram and Facebook. Well, it's these losers. They grow balls when they're anonymous, right? Yeah. So it's like, well, I'm this big badass, and it's just like some loser at yeah. home. And he's like, oh, you know, you're a, yeah, whatever. Right. I'm not going to say, but right. you're a piece of crap, and right. you're a loser, and you're whatever. But it's just some actual loser sitting behind right. his computer there's and nothing better to in do. real life he would literally never say that to you right so that's the world we live oh in i've now. been there yeah. and that's you know me Go on being, reddit right yeah oh <laughs> I, yes i was a you know like you know like yeah, i've got i don't like to lose um at games and stuff like that and i've been there too where it's just like same thing um i've known mutual friends that will just talk a bunch of shit you know yeah. and i'm like now we're in person i'm like what's up dude yep. you know what i mean like totally different guy yeah whoa, whoa, whoa. what's going on what? yeah i don't remember saying that yeah yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> but it's you know, it's so true. Like when you're anonymous, you just, it, you know, people um, just treat each other like crap. You know, men, men send pictures to women or just say stuff to women all the time. They would literally never, never do in real life. Never, dude. That it is sucks. so crazy. I mean, just people suck. And, you know, it goes both ways. But I know I've heard a lot of guys doing it to women specifically. Right. And I was just, actually talking shitty. to, uh, you know, me and Allie were kind of discussing like what's one of like the worst like interactions you've had with either like a potential suitor or like stuff like that. Uh, she was telling me about, she met some guy like on like Tinder or whatever a couple yeah. years ago. It's like, as soon as you get like, you know, I, I don't know. Have you ever used Tinder? 
Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So it's like, you know, you always have like the talk and then like, like maybe, eternally singles, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get like, and then, but then you get like, you know, the phone number and that's when it's, you know, that's oh, when yeah. you, you know, that's when you're kind of pushed past. The you first can't question. send pictures on Tinder. Exactly. So, so she was, she was, you never me, know what type of dick pic you're going to get. dude. And she was like, she got one. And I was thinking, I was like, has that ever worked? You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, yeah, like <laughs> I, I can't imagine like, what are you hoping to get? Right. But I mean, it's best of, case. They're like, Oh, nice dick. Let's hook up or right, whatever, right? Right, I guess. But it's like you're shooting your shot. It's like this is all you got. That's like, your shot? Yeah, that's your shot. It's weird. You would think of the, the statistically a business model is that if it didn't work, people wouldn't do it, but people keep doing it. It's it's just how dumb everyone is. The mm. average person's just a moron. Yeah. And like they're like, Oh, I have no personality, so I'll just drop my drawers and just take a shot and see if it works. Once again, I'll do it to every that. single woman I talk to, and eventually one of them. Right. We'll be like, all right, well, why don't you come over? And then they come over or they don't. And they're just like, you know, like, you you know, like you said, it's like it's a completely different thing when they're in person. Yeah. You know, well, I, I, I don't even know. But I mean, that's just disgusting. I have had, uh, you know, when I was younger, I, I had like, you know, Internet girlfriends. Sure. And like when, when you finally meet them, like in person, you're just the most awkward. You yeah. Know? They very <laughs> rarely look like their photos either. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, we could do a whole show just on <laughs> internet dating. <laughs> Absolutely. I actually used to tell the <laughs> I've joke got to, all the experience. Oh, I bet. I used to tell <laughs> Ali all the time, like our first date when I picked her up, I was just like, please don't be a scary dude. <laughs> yeah, know, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, thank I've, God. I've had some nightmare stories. Oh my God. Yeah. We'll definitely have to say it. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I would definitely do. You're going to have to come back on. I mean, even like, I, I would love to dissect more of just like your trip. I mean, you must've had a million stories from going overseas even if it's for a card game i mean yeah you know i've got had a lot of good times right so i mean so i guess at the end of the day you'd say that you're pretty you know i guess you'd say you're content with you like in 2021 you know i mean i think um you know that's all you can do is you know live your best life or whatever you know learn from your mistakes i don't know but yeah my life's great awesome man i'm lucky right uh you want to go ahead and uh plug the store yeah, um, the store is called Player Draw. It's in Avondale, Arizona. Um, we have ninety nine percent of all cards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, st- uh, what What are the hours? Um, Twelve to six. And then you guys are closed on We're closed Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday every week. I feel like that's that. I feel like that's a tradition now because I feel like it's always been like that. Yeah, but like sometimes we'll be in there working on like one of those days, and it's like you know there's still like five guys that show up. So I mean like. I can't even imagine how many people show up every week Yeah, when we're closed. I feel bad. It's like people drive from like Gilbert or Tucson or whatever. It's like, <laughs> all right, we drove all that way and you're closed. Yeah. That's, uh, I've done that. I've done yeah. that with you guys all I the time. I think everyone's done it. Yeah. I haven't done it, but everyone else yeah, has no done shit. it. no <laughs> yeah. I mean, you haven't had to go to another store in years, so, you know. I've been to a couple stores just for fun, but. You, you ever like, like, like secret shopping kind of no, thing? No. No, I just go in. Um. You know, just chilling with friends or whatever. Is there like a cha- is there like a, a chamber of commerce for like LGS owners? No, it's kind of like a like a niche, like a like you guys. No, and most of us know each other because we all used to play Magic together back mm-hmm. in the day. But um, I don't know. I think for the most part, it's a pretty respectful community, and like yeah. you know, we'd probably help each other out if we had to. But right. for the most part, it's like we don't really talk much. Uh, I always thought it was like if like someone gets like robbed. Yeah, um, we have that. We have a channel for that. Right. Like kind of like an APB, just like yeah. hey guys, be on the lookout. Yeah, we've we've helped a couple people out, but I mean, it's you know, it's not really used for much else besides that type of thing. Right. Um, we'll go ahead and call it here. Um, you know, obviously you can hang out if you want still, but uh, sure. 
I always lose track of time. Like, honestly, to be honest, you know, like I mentioned before the podcast, you're the first, like, non-friend that I've ever, like, interviewed for this. Yeah. Um, so my, I mean, some of them have gone almost three hours. I'm like, okay. Wow. I gotta, like, but, like, literally, even, like, right now, I was I'm worried. I was like, okay, minute 30 comes by. Are we still going to be talking? You know, I was yeah. like, I, I just, you know, I, I hope I didn't, I don't ever want to come off as, like, boring or, like, annoying, you know? So I hope I did a good job. If you're talking to me, I had fun, yeah. Oh, good. Awesome, man. Well, um. I want to thank you for coming on. Everyone check out Player Draw in Avondale. 99% of all singles closed on Wednesdays, Thursdays. Don't lead by my example. Make sure you call them. Uh, uh, Joe, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, see you later. Yeah, see you later. Thanks for coming down to the basement. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review to help other people find out about the show. Got a question? Email Jacob at tbdmanchild at gmail.com. Or find him on Instagram at basement underscore dwelling underscore Jacob. Twitter at TBD underscore Jacob. And YouTube, The Basement Dweller. We will see you real soon.